for all the info and on social media. From Amroth to Amsterdam. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. Patients were not prepared to live up to their name when faced with a possible 10-hour wait at Withybush Hospital's Accident and Emergency Department. People were unwilling to put up with a forecast waiting time, according to someone who recently snapped the 10-hour sign for evidence. Waiting times are extremely ridiculous in the A&E department. It has gone up from six-hour wait to a ten-hour wait, with people just giving up and walking out, they commented. However, health chiefs have emphasised that this kind of waiting times are not the norm and that Withybush now has a same-day emergency care unit to help cut down the time that people have to wait. A spokesperson for the Hewilvar University Health Board said the 10-hour wait is not a regular occurrence and would seem to be a one-off. Andrew Carruthers, the board's director of operations, said we apologise to any patients who may experience a long wait before they are seen in our emergency departments. We recognise this is not ideal and we are continuing to focus on how we can improve this. For example, we have recently opened a same-day emergency care unit at Withybush Hospital to help reduce the waiting times in the department. Three defendants have been remanded in custody after pleading guilty to high-value theft charges from Haverford West Boots store. On Monday, April the 26th, David Powers Police received a report just before 2pm of the theft from a number of items from the store. A suspect vehicle was quickly identified and a short time later it was stopped in Johnston by Pembrokeshire Road's policing unit. Officers searched the car and found stolen items worth more than £1,500 and then arrested the three occupants. 23-year-old Liliana Florentina Vatafu from Swansea, 31-year-old Stefan Marin from Swansea and 35-year-old Marianne Mihai from Brighton were all subsequently charged with theft and appeared before Haverford West Magistrates Court on Wednesday, April the 28th, where all three pleaded guilty. All were remanded in custody, with sentencing adjourned until Wednesday, May the 12th. PC Rob Garland, one of the arresting officers who detained the three suspects, said, We acted quickly to the report of this theft and had very little information in respect of the suspects or vehicle to assist us in apprehending the culprits initially. But a suspect vehicle was swiftly identified and the information passed to us in the Rhodes Policing Unit as well as to officers in the Armed Response Unit who were in the area. A much-loved giraffe, who has been a popular attraction at Folly Farm for the last 11 years, has sadly died. Folly Farm shared tribute photos of Silan the giraffe on its Facebook page on April the 30th. We are very sad to announce the passing of Silan, one of our giraffes. Silan was 16 and joined us back in 2010. A popular member of the herd, Silan was instantly recognisable to our visitors due to his wonky ossicones, that's the skin-covered bone structures on the heads of giraffes. All of our keepers, especially those who cared closely for him, are devastated by his loss, as is the wider Folly Farm family. Keeper Pippa, one of giraffe keepers, said she would miss Silan dearly, but will always remember him being amazingly cooperative during the keeper training sessions and being the most inquisitive of the giraffe herd. The keepers will always miss how greedy he was. He loved his food and was always first in line at the dinner queue. Please join us in showing your support for our keepers on this very difficult day and enjoy the celebration of his life in photos. Tributes are welcome at hashtag Silan, hashtag we'll miss you big guy. I'm Kim Thomas and you're up to date with the latest news here in Pembrokeshire. No painted trains on the underground, no kids with spray cans drunk. 
on Pure West Radio for Saturday morning. Welcome to the start of the weekend. I'm Ben Stone. It is Pure West Sports between now and nine o'clock. Well, it's the opening Saturday of the Pembrokeshire Cricket League season with a whole host of fixtures going on across all five divisions. You will hear that brilliant sound of bat on ball in Cresselli, Haverford West, Lorraine, St Ishmael's and all over Pembrokeshire today. So we will talk all about that. Of course, Haverford West County in action today against Flint. We're going to hear from their manager, Wayne Jones, very soon indeed. Manchester City could be Premier League champions this weekend and Swansea City are already assured of a place in the playoffs. We've got the latest rugby news as George North is ruled out of the Lions tour and we'll be hearing from Fraser Watson very soon and Gordon Thomas as well on the show. It's Saturday morning, so let's kick off Pure West Sport.
very good morning and welcome to the show. It's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders for your Saturday morning. Hope you've had a good start to the weekend and it's a busy sporting Saturday in Pembrokeshire and beyond. And to help kick the weekend off, Fraser Watson is with me. Morning, Fraser. How are you? Morning, Ben. Starting the cricket season, I mean to go on. I'm scrambling around for my whites and as it stands, still waiting to hear which team I've been picked for. So, um, it's, uh, yep, it's, it's familiar territory, actually. Well, you won't be the only one today, Fraser, excited about the return of cricket. And it's a double header across the weekend, although the forecast for Monday That's looks right. a bit sketchy. Uh, we will talk all about the opening weekend of the, the Pembrokeshire cricket season in a few moments' time. Let's talk football first of all, though. And for Swansea City, um, of course, they're in the playoffs, which is excellent. They host Derby today. It will be a competitive game, though, because Derby is struggling at the wrong end of the table, aren't they? It's a huge game, Ben, but more so for, like you say, for Derby now than it is for Swansea. I mean, Swansea do need a result. They're jostling the position, obviously, in those playoff places now. The four, the four teams are already known. Brentford have just taken pole position with that win over Rotherham in midweek to go into third spot. You can't read too much in, into it. Steve Cooper has said that you know there is no set formula for how you go into the playoffs. They said they tend to throw up random results, whatever happens. But they do need a couple of performances and a couple of results, Ben, just for more of a lift and a feel-good factor, mm. if nothing else. It'd be interesting how he plays it. Uh, doubts over Andre. I use fitness. I can't see him being heavily involved in the next two days because he is so imperative to Swansea. And whether he brings some youngsters in or gives some fringe players game time, we'll see. But expect Derby to come and fight for their lives because they should be because they're, they're in a terrible run of form. And it's only Rotherham's incapability of, of taking advantage of their games in hand, which means they're still outside the bottom, the bottom three, actually. Could be some minutes again today for Pembroke's very own Liam Cullen, who's actually done quite well in recent weeks, Fraser. I'd expect so. He started last Saturday. It's like, you know, Steve Cooper admitting that he was ahead of time. Um, he did very well, actually, for the hour, 17 minutes he was on, put one half chance of the header wide but his movement was very good and worked very hard in the first half and quite often he was isolated so you know slowly but surely he's coming back he's had a goal to his name already two substitute clearances before starting so I'd expect he'll actually feature quite heavily in the next two games Ben if not the playoffs if only to keep Andrea Ayew and Jamal Lowe safe so Swansea City could be in the Premier League again next season. Today in the Premier League, Man City will be looking to get the title won and they'll be a step closer to it if results go their own way. They're at Crystal Palace at lunchtime today. City look awesome right now. A good win against PSG in the week uh, with Man United playing Liverpool tomorrow. It, it's certainly not inconceivable. City could be champions by the time we start Pure West Sport on Bank Holiday Monday. Absolutely. I think... They want to well, obviously they want to win over Palace on Saturday, but especially to, it would almost the league would be done and dusted, wouldn't it? In, in all reality, regardless of what happened at Old Trafford the following day, and I think that would help them because obviously they got big focus right now on that second leg against PSG, and then hopefully a final beyond that. And and you're right, Ben, we should touch on it for all the scathing criticism we've given on City and five other certain English clubs in recent weeks. As a football spectacle alone, it was a wonderful 90 minutes to watch against PSG. So much talent on show. And I thought it was actually a City side that came of age in the Champions League because they have stuttered in the, in the um, knockout stages under Guardiola in the past few years and they didn't panic when 1-0 down. They kept possession superbly. They just pressed and pressed and PSG really did crack, didn't they, in the, in the, the fourth quarter, if you like, and threatened to implode and actually probably went off relieved only 2-1 down. So, yeah, expect a City win at, at Crystal Palace um, this lunch this lunchtime, obviously. 
it could be some hardships they'll have to bring in some players who didn't start Wednesday, the likes of Aguero, Raheem, Raheem Sterling, <laughs> you know, so re- real, real second string weak side to go to sell his part. But in all seriousness, Guardiola will want that one done and dusted, and then he can just put all eggs in his, his Champions League basket, so to speak. Uh, back locally, then, uh, you were at the Bridge Meadow during the week. Haverford West County, of course, were beaten 6 1 by Cardiff Metropolitan University. It was the return fixture on Tuesday. It was a 2 0 defeat for the Bluebirds, and we'll hear from the manager Wayne Jones in just a few moments time but uh, as people will hear when they listen to the interview he he wasn't happy and although it was only 2-0 Fraser after that big defeat the week before uh, have the West have just faltered a bit of late it's right Ben one win in seven and Wayne Jones as you're about to hear highlights that they showed a real lack of experience in game management in recent weeks and you know I was there at the Meadow on on Tuesday night, very even first half. They argued the best chance of it. Ben Fawcett going very close. And in the second half, and he was still talking with, I think, 25, 30 minutes to go. They left themselves so short, piling forward at corner with the game still at nil-nil. Left themselves four and one at the back. Good finish from Elliot Evans, Cardiff Met player. And then a couple of minutes later, Cameron Keach home goal. And they never looked like getting back into it after that, Ben. And it was just a lack of concentration and key moments, if you like, which would... Wayne Jones did emphasise afterwards and he was very forthright. He said he'd already targeted areas they need to strengthen in the summer. And and for all the talk of us having a good season already, being safe, it's all well and good saying those things. But there's players out there playing for contracts now and playing for premiership football next season. And they're going to be under threat if they continue this poor run of form. They've already gone from likely candidates to cement seventh spot to desperately chasing it in eighth. And they won't want to fall any lower than that. So, yeah, it's a crucial trip to Flint today, Ben. Indeed. So 2.30 start for Haverford West against Flint. Let's hear uh, what the Haverford West manager, Wayne Jones, had to say in the aftermath of that defeat during the week. Here he is speaking to Fraser. And Wayne, very even first half, arguably had the best chance of it, actually. Where do you think it unravelled after that? Lack of concentration, again, ill-disciplined. Obviously hit from the counter-attack when players uh, delegate their positions to stay. They were going to do what they want, didn't they? Um, we paid the ultimate price. Obviously they hit us on the counter, we were taking goal, but... To leave a four-on-one overload there on a counter-attack is unacceptable. I'm not suggesting you look for excuses, Wayne, but there's one win in seven now. I know you are still in eighth place, but are you concerned about mental or physical fatigue? Setting? Yeah, inexperience. I think this is where I've identified for next season the experience we'll bring in. Yeah. Um, that's the plan going forward, and I think ultimately the inexperience is costing us now. And there's been so much talk all season when will it be top six, you know, can have the rest hold on to the seventh place and so on. You go to Flint on Saturday, is it now just a case of forgetting all the talk and the league position, right, and just concentrating on getting back Listen, to winning Listen, the, the reality is, we said, I've said this from the off after the split, we want to primarily win Group B. Mm. That hasn't changed. Yes, I can accept injuries, suspensions, and it's taking its toll, but that's the same for every team. But the manner we're conceding goals at the moment and the, and the ill-discipline and lack of experience is the worry for me. Um... But going forward, you know, we've got to use every game, the five remaining games now for experience for some of the guys who will be here next year. Yeah. Um, and hopefully uh, we'll have a good outcome from that. And final question, go to Flint Saturday. Any fresh injury worries from tonight? No, no. Um, I'm mindful we've had a couple of bookings. We, I know our booking ratio is quite high, so I may, may think one or two may be suspended again. But we're obviously we'll have Scotcher back and um, Danny Williams will come back on the phone Saturday and Giles Richards, hopefully. Sure, thanks for time, Wayne. Farm just keeps on growing. A new play area here, a new animal there. So what's new for this year? You can see two-toed sloths, Tuppy and Lightcap, in the newly refurbished exhibit Tropical Trails. Little ones with energy to burn? <laughs> then check out Wallaby Ranch play area. 
worked up an appetite, then a visit to the brand new sit-down, table-serviced themed restaurant The Hungry Farmer is a must. Zoo, farm, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. You probably think you're pretty good at multitasking behind the wheel. I mean, you have to multitask to drive. So what's wrong with checking your phone? The thing is, your brain simply quick reply, affects your concentration, and makes you less able to react to hazards. If you use a mobile phone while driving, you're four times more likely to crash. Think. Put your phone away. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Search for Pure West Radio. Baby, now and then, I think about me now and who I could have been. And then I picture all the perfect that we lived Till I cut the strings on your tiny violin oh. My mind's got a mind, my mind of its own right now And it makes me hate me I'll explode like a dynamite if I can't decide, baby
Shania Twain and Forever and For Always on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to your Saturday morning with Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Plenty on the show uh, this morning. And of course, you can join us on a Monday as well on Pure West Radio between 7 and 9. Every week, the 8 till 9 hour is live on the Facebook page. And have a look at some of the videos from previous weeks as well uh, by liking the Facebook page. But right now, Fraser Watson is with me and it's a really exciting Saturday across Pembrokeshire because it's the opening day of the Pembrokeshire cricket season for 2021. And after all the Covid restrictions that we've lived through in the last year, Fraser, this day probably takes on a bit more of a special feeling because it's one we we weren't totally sure we'd ever get to. Yes, it seemed a long time and we thought maybe a point this day would never come again, didn't we? But no, a great deal of excitement flying around you've just seen social media for once is giving a lot of positive vibe people are pleased to be back out there you know a few away trips on the go the clubhouses and the pubs will be open albeit for tables outside afterwards which makes it that little bit more enticing and we should have a good day of action today ben yeah the, the forecast hopefully will be kinder than what's um predicted for bank holiday monday because it's a double header of fixtures right. across the county and uh, let's have a look at today's games though uh, in division one uh, first of all these are the matches that will be taking place today uh, Roselli against Saundersfoot, Haverford West against Narbuth, Lorenny against Whitland, Leckford against Nayland and St Ishmael's against Carew. Uh, what are the games that kind of jump out for you there, Fraser? Well, Narbuth actually have, um, have just come back in to Division 1 and we spoke to Richard Howard on our show last week, didn't we, last Monday night and, and he, he did touch upon the very difficult start they've had to play Halford West and they go to Nayland, so, you know, it is welcome. But I'm very interested to see how that one goes actually, Ben, because, you know, Narbeth are the sort of team when everybody is fit and firing and committed, they can beat anyone. Anyone in Division 1, anyone in Division 2. They've got some real match winners in there, captained by Ben Hughes this year, Quail Quartermain, another one. And they go to a Halford West team, which is in a very much a rebuilding phase, Ben. You know, they've been automatically considered Division 1 candidates and Harrison Allen Bowl candidates these, these last couple of years indeed won it and going back to let's get my years right now 2019 I believe and um, they've lost Simon Holiday this year which is a hammer blow the news has emerged this week they've lost Lee Summons he's gone back to Johnston so it's going to be a very new look half West team they've got no choice now but to put faith in youth which to be fair they have done to an extent the last couple of years but now they, their hand is pretty much forced so you know if Narbeth can go there and get a result, you know, whilst they might think Halford West are maybe a little bit vulnerable, while they're adapting to life without holiday, it would be a great start for them in Division 1. It's an exciting day, no doubt about it. And games going on across the the four divisions over the bank holiday weekend as well. So we'll have a quick look at the Division 2 games as well. Uh, Fraser, Carew seconds play Kilgetty, Uh, Herbranston play Haverford West seconds, Hook against Pembroke, Langham against Lamphy and Pembroke Dock against Burton. So there'll be a few Division 2 sides there looking to to start the season well and, and push for promotion. Yes, yeah, certainly. Langham Lamphy, a very standout one for me there because the presence of Steve Mills, who just signed back to the Carmarthen, from the Carmarthen Wanderers to, to play for Langham, shouldn't really be in Division 2. Absolute class batsman, you know, and I think he could be the catalyst for them to push to promotion. You know, Lamphy, we've spoken about them a lot on this show, haven't we, in retrospect, in it, over certain things, the interview with their own mate Dave Lovell a few weeks ago. They're newly back in Division 2, you know, and they've been out of 
top two tiers for a long time now. And they want to cement their place back there. Here, Branston as well. You know, they worked hard both to get up there. They won't want to come back down. At Branston, I think a lot can depend on how they start. Again, it's a big game for them against half the West seconds today. They are that side. If they get on a roll, they can keep going and have a good season. They do also have a history of falling like a pack of cards if they start badly. So I think how they go today against half the West could be crucial, actually, Ben. It's going to be an interesting day and an interesting weekend. I say Monday's where there's slightly more unpredictable phrases, so we don't know whether you'll be playing two games of cricket or not uh, this weekend, but you won't be the only one. No, that's absolutely right, Ben. To be honest, let's just see if I can get through today and uh, be selected for Monday. eh? (laughs) You can tell us all about it on Pure West Sport on Monday. Uh, Sticking with cricket, though, uh, Glamorgan this week, welcome back. The Australian batsman, uh, Manus Labashan. I think he's a fantastic player. Uh, He he really came to the fore for Australia as a concussion replacement, didn't he, in in the 2019 Ashes? really good bat and you attended the the press conference albeit digitally to to welcome him back and we'll hear what he had to say in a few moments but great for Glamorgan's profile that he's returned Absolutely, and I'm glad that you've um, you've seen this lead transition from talking about me as a cricketer to Manas Labashang there because I can see a lot of similarities. But no, he he was very. He's only just got off a plane, to be honest, when he was thrown into that press conference, Ben. And, and you can say straight away he was desperate to be here. He was picked immediately. He's currently playing the Glamorgan team that is taking on Kent, and and he he spoke of real affection for the area. He's got a lot of runs, over a thousand runs in Division mm-hmm. Two in just ten games, I think, was something ridiculous when he came to Glamorgan last time. And he seemed really keen to get going. And interesting actually that you, you touched on that sliding doors moment he had when he replaced Steve Smith on it in that second test of the Ashes. He, he talked about that too and, and how that has really you know, almost propelled him onto the big stage, if you like. And he hasn't looked back since, has he? Mm-hmm. And it's a tremendous coup for Glamorgan to have him, Ben. He's keen to play all three formats as well. And, and you just got the impression of a man who loved playing cricket and was keen to impress and was delighted to be here. And that could only help. I think he'll be a big, big addition for Glamorgan. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right, Fraser, you have a really good weekend. Hope all goes well. We'll look forward to talking to you on Monday and we will hear now. Yeah, I've just uh, got to go and find my whites. Yeah, indeed, you go dig them out. And whilst you do that, we will hear from the returning Australian batsman, uh, Manus Labashans. Uh, Fraser got to speak to him, as he said, at his press conference to welcome him back to Wales. Hi, Manus. Welcome back to Wales. I'll reiterate what everyone else has said here. Um, you just t- you touched on earlier, Manus, that the, the conditions and the weather are very different. And obviously, you've just come from Brisbane and at the back of a very successful Sheffield Shield campaign. But I know you're no stranger to English cricket and the conditions, but explain how difficult it is to adapt, you know, to, to going from playing in Australia where the pitches, the weather and everything is so different, coming over here to, to Chile, Cardiff and the rest of England, where obviously it's this different style of batting. Is it, is it easy to just do that so seamlessly or, or you know, do you fear struggling straight up? I certainly don't fear struggling, um, but I definitely think you need to come in prepared and, you know, your game your game needs to adapt. It doesn't matter in different conditions. So you need to make sure you understand the conditions, the bowling, and, and what changes you'll need to make to your own game to um, be successful and to find ways to, to do well. Um, so I definitely think... Um, yeah, I mean, you just need to be prepared to change, not get caught in the, um, you know, just trying to play one way. I think that's the part that I enjoy the most about the game is having to find different ways to, to keep performing. Um, you know, if you're not feeling that good or, you you know, whatever the reason is, you need to keep scoring runs. That's your job and keep finding ways to do it. 
And obviously you said that you like the people of Cardiff and you want to work with the coach again. But um, your last stint, although it was a short one, it was very successful, over a 1,000 runs. I think you were second, second top scorer in, in Division 2 that year, despite not being that long. Is that the form you showed last time? Is that something which made it an easy decision again for you to carry on and come back to Glamorgan? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it might have had a small part to play um, that, that I had some previous success here. But like I said... Um, I love playing cricket. Um, it's my job, and, and I genuinely think it's a privilege that I get to play. And, and um, while I'm still young, um, you know, I just want to keep playing as much as I can. And uh, I love coming over here. Like I said, the people, the coach, and I want to learn more and more about my game. And um, you know, it's a great opportunity this year playing against four Division One um, county teams um, to you know keep scoring runs and keep finding ways that you're going to get challenged because. Um, you get challenged over here uh, in a much different manner than you get challenged in Australia. So for me, I just need to make sure I make those adjustments and, and enjoy the challenge um, that it is when you play over here. Well, that's Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson speaking to Marnus Labashanj, the recently re-signed Glamorgan batsman, a real star for Australia as well. That was at the press conference to welcome him back earlier on this week. And it's a huge day of cricket in the county. And we will recap all of the fixtures from Division 1 right the way down to Division 5. We'll do that before 9 o'clock because it's an exciting day with sport returning in Pembrokeshire. And we'll have all the details on the show on Monday evening as well, right here on Pure West Radio. But right now, the script and break even as we ease you into the start of the weekend.
lucky suitcase I tucked up in. Now I'm trying to make sense of what it all remains. Oh, cause you left me with no love and no love to my name. I'm still alive, but I'm barely breathing. Just praying to a God that I don't believe in. Cause I got time while she got freedom. Cause when a heart breaks, no, it don't break. No, it don't break, no, it don't break even. No. What am I gonna do when the best got a Pure West Radio for a Saturday morning. Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. I'm Ben Stone. Really good to have your company this morning and good to hear from Fraser Watson ahead of the start of the new Pembrokeshire Cricket League season. As promised, let's have a run down the games that are being played today across Pembrokeshire for the opening day of the season. Cresselli against Saundersfoot, Haverford West against Narbuth, Lorenny against Whitland, Leckrid against Nayland and St Ishmael's against Carew. In Division 2, Carew seconds against Kilgetty, Herbranston versus Haverford West seconds, Hook v Pembroke, Langham against Lamphy, and Pembroke Dock uh, take on Burton. In Division 3, Haverford West thirds play Cresselli seconds, Larne take on Langham seconds, Clamryan take on Johnston, Narbuth seconds play St Ishmael seconds, and Nayland seconds take on Stackpole. In Division 4 today, Burton seconds against Sleckerid seconds, Krimach against Hook seconds, Kilgetty seconds v Clamryan seconds, Saundersfoot seconds against Carew thirds, and Whitland seconds take on Lorenny seconds. And in Division 5 today, uh, no game for Whitland thirds, Cresselli thirds play Leckerid thirds, Fishguard play Herbranston, Hundleton take on Pembroke Dock seconds and Pembroke seconds play Haverford West fourths and the final game in Division 5 today is Stackpole seconds against Nayland thirds. As we've already said, a full programme of games being played on Bank Holiday Monday as well, weather permitting. And Gordon Thomas is going to join us very soon. We'll get his thoughts on where he's going to be following some of the cricket action today, uh, taking some photographs that you'll see online as part of PembrokeshireSport.co.uk's fantastic coverage of the opening day of the cricket season. We will also talk rugby with Gordon as well. Really sad news this week for uh, George North. He has suffered a serious cruciate ligament injury that means he will not be able to tour with the British and Irish Lions. And after a excellent 
run of form for Wales for North in the Six Nations. I think he would have been in Warren Gatlin's squad. So we'll get Gordon's reaction to that and some more of the sporting stories that have been around this week in a few moments' time as we kick off your Saturday morning Pure West Sport.
Saturday morning, sounding good with Pure West Radio across Pembrokeshire. You might remember on our Monday night show a few weeks ago, we spoke to Carl Williams of Synergy Health and Fitness in Pembroke Dock and Brett Shepherd from BeFit in Milford Haven about the challenges that gyms have faced during the pandemic. Well, finally, some good news for those businesses is that the First Minister confirmed yesterday that as of Monday, gyms, fitness centres, leisure centres, spas and swimming pools can reopen, which is a a real boost, no doubt about it. Other news from this week, former manager of the Welsh women's side, Jane Ludlow, has been confirmed as the technical director of Manchester City. Of course, she was succeeded by Gemma Granger in charge of the Welsh women's side. And she found out yesterday who Wales will play as they look to qualify for the 2023 Women's World Cup tournament. Uh, They will take on fourth-ranked France, Slovenia, Greece, Kazakhstan and Estonia in qualification in Group I. Let's talk now to Gordon Thomas, who joins me on the opening weekend of the Pembrokeshire Cricket League season. We've got plenty to talk to Gordon about right now. Good morning, how are you? Good morning, Ben, how are you? Yeah, doing well, thank you. And of course, we've spoken to Fraser earlier in the show and we spoke to Richard Merriman uh, last Monday, the chairman of the uh, Pembroke County Cricket Club. It's an exciting Saturday, isn't it, today with the start of the cricket season? Yes, the long-awaited return of uh, cricket. We've we've all been excited uh, with the anticipation of uh, league cricket starting again because COVID last season, we only managed to get through some cup cricket and... um, Yes, Ben, I'll be out and about uh, taking some photos for PembrokeshireSport.co.uk and I'm sure uh, Bill Kahn will keep his uh, eye on things uh, while I'm going around as well, while he convalesces and he's making great progress. So hopefully he won't be too long before we'll have him back as well, Ben. Yeah, exactly. I know how much Bill loves his Saturdays with you, Gordon, travelling around the county. So uh, good to see a double header as well, isn't it, with, with matches on Bank Holiday Monday. Although I was saying to Fraser, the forecast for Bank Holiday Monday is a little bit iffy. So it'll be interesting just how much cricket gets played. Today is a good forecast, Ben. So we will get league cricket today. So uh, we, we'll all be looking forward to that. We'll worry about Monday when that comes around. It you is. are right. The forecast <laughs> isn't very good. But at least if we have one uh, full programme of cricket, it will be a great start to the Pembroke County Cricket League. Yeah, we're up and running, which is good news. Will you enjoy that today, yeah. Gordon? Let's uh, let's talk rugby as well, actually, whilst you're with us today. And and we had the sad news this week. Someone we've spoken about on the, the Monday night show is having played his way into contention again for the Lions after a really, really good Six Nations. Talking about George North, capped 102 times for Wales and the Lions. He taught toured uh, in New Zealand, of course. He, he also toured in Australia in 2013. But he has ruptured his anterior cruciate ligament in his right knee and he's out of the Lions tour. Desperately sad for George North. What a cruel blow that is for uh, George. And also, he was definitely being selected uh, by Warren Gatlin to travel to the Lions. And it would have been his third, uh, as you just pointed out, it would have been his third test series mm. in a row. Which, uh, But, you know, rugby is a cruel old game and sport is cruel. And unfortunately, when I was watching the game against the Cardiff Blues, I could see it was serious when George uh, broke. There was no contact with anybody else. He stepped on uh, the right leg, as you said, and it's, it's simply give way. And you know 
that a player's in serious trouble when mm. they crumble onto the floor with no contact with anybody else. You can see it's serious. And as you pointed out, he's, he's going to have to have an operation to sort out his uh, cruciate ligaments. And he'll be out for up to six months, I would say. It was nice to see North that he, he did tweet and, and I, I, his sentiments were, he, he says, sport can be cruel. I will need surgery. Heartbroken is an understatement. And that just wraps up exactly how his feelings are with this current injury. So we wish him a speedy recovery mm. because, let's be honest, he was probably the player of the tournament in the Six Nations, moving yeah. off the wing into the outside centre berth, where I thought he had an outstanding series. He and he was looking to have, um, you know, get picked for the Lions alongside Jonathan Davis, possibly, uh, mm. as a centre pairing, you know. But these things happen in sport. There's always one take of, uh, you know, where a player will miss out on a, uh, a series. But it'll have an opening for some other player as well. So Of course, but we, uh, we send real best wishes to George North. Well, we do to warrior. George because he's been a great ambassador for Welsh rugby and he would have carried uh, the Welsh flag uh, with distinction out in South Africa. But unfortunately, it's not to be, mate. Yeah, indeed. Well, all the best to him, absolutely, for a good recovery. And we we had news, of course, that the uh, 2022 Six Nations fixtures have been announced, which is good. Wales, as the holders, uh, will kick off on the 5th of February with a trip to Ireland, Gordon. Yeah, that, that's a that's an interesting one, Ben, isn't it? You know, um We've only just got through this uh, current Six Nations celebrating it. And before we know it, they're coming out with the pictures. As as I keep on harping on, there's going to be a lot of water to go under the bridge before we actually can talk about the Six Nations next season. But you're right, they start, uh, the Wales, the champions, it's nice to say that, uh, start their campaign against Ireland. So uh, the, the on Saturday, the 12th of Feb, uh, Wales welcomed Scotland to Cardiff before travelling to Twickenham uh, two weeks later to take on the old enemy England. And that's always a big game. And then there's the return of the Friday night rugby in round four of the Six Nations competition when Wales take on France. And that's scheduled for the uh, 11th of March, uh, Ben. And then the Super Saturday, 19th of March, looking way ahead, Wales play Italy followed by Ireland, Scotland, and then the last game to top it all, which would be uh, for the wooden spoon, France v England. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it, to look ahead? But like <laughs> you say, so much to come. And, and we've got that small matter of a Lions tour before that as well. And plenty of sport to enjoy back in Pembrokeshire as well with the cricket season starting today. And no doubt, Gordon, you'll have one eye on Manchester United against Liverpool tomorrow afternoon as well. I will do, Ben. That's always an exciting game. It's always the big game of the season against Liverpool. But I have to say, uh, Manchester United played well in midweek to beat Roma 6-2 in the mm. first leg of the semi-final of the Europa Cup. So I'm hoping uh, Man United will make the final in that particular competition and, fingers crossed, go on to win it. And fair play to our noisy neighbours, Manchester City. <laughs> I wish them all the best in uh, the Champions League. They're 2-1 up in the first leg and hopefully they can go on and win it and go 
into the final as well. Uh, so Manchester will be painted red and blue. <laughs> I nearly believed you there, Gordon, as well. Good stuff. Listen, <laughs> enjoy your Saturday out and about watching some of the cricket on the opening weekend of the season. We will look forward to speaking to you on Bank Holiday Monday, 7 until 9 on Pure West Radio. Have a great day, Gordon. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. All the best. We like to sleep all day and party all night. This is how we like to live our
Kingston on Pure West Radio for Saturday morning. It's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Opening Saturday of the 2021 Pembrokeshire Cricket League season has, of course, uh, dominated the agenda this morning. It's a, a big Saturday for cricket sides across the county. They go again, weather pending, on Monday. And we will be back on Pure West Sport between 7 and 9 with another show. We'll be live on the Facebook page between 8 and 9 and we'll have some of the latest cricket news from across Pembrokeshire and the matches that have taken place as well. Uh, good luck to Haverford West County today. Uh, they're away as we've already mentioned to uh, Flint Town United looking to uh, just pick things up a bit after a couple of disappointing results in the last few games. That's a 2.30 start. Elsewhere in the Welsh Premier League today it's Carnarvon against Pennebont. And Barry Town United against Barla Town. They're also 2.30 kickoffs. And Connors Key against the New Saints kicks off at 5.15. In the Premier League today, we mentioned with Fraser the 12.30 game. Manchester City could be Premier League champions this weekend if results go their way. They're away to Crystal Palace at lunchtime today. Brighton Leeds is the day's only three o'clock start. And Chelsea Fulham is at 5.30. And... Everton against Aston Villa rounds off the Premier League Saturday anyway. Uh, that's an eight o'clock kickoff. And in the Championship today, Swansea City are at home to Derby. Steve Cooper's side kickoff at three. They are already assured of a place in the playoffs. And tomorrow, plenty of football as well. It's Newcastle Arsenal at two. The big one for Gordon Thomas, as we just mentioned, Man United, Liverpool at 4.30 and Tottenham, Sheffield United is the 7.15 game. It's also Rangers against Celtic in the SPL tomorrow at midday. And on Monday, there's a six o'clock kickoff as West Brom play Wolves and it's Burnley against West Ham United at 8.15 on Monday to round off the Premier League weekend on Bank Holiday Monday. Well, have a great weekend, whatever you're up to. Enjoy the cricket if you're going to be taking part today. I hope you have a, a really good Saturday. It's great to see and be able to talk about live sport returning in Pembrokeshire. There's absolutely no doubt about that on a Saturday afternoon. So have a great weekend, whatever you're up to. We've got the news on the way at 9 o'clock and then Frank will take you through Saturday morning. That's all after... Michael Jackson and Remember the Time on Pure West Radio.